all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Bowl of confusion. Bowl of confusion. What is a bowl of confusion? Bowl of confusion. 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 Wow, man. It's a lot of confusion out there in the world today, man. A lot of confusion, a lot of misinformation, a lot of disinformation out in the world today. Just all around entertainment, sportsmen, uh, Christendom, uh, religiosity, all that, man. It's a, it's a lot of confusion in the world today, man. That's, I can see why children and young adults and teenagers are so confused about themselves, man. They don't know who they are. They don't know what gender they are. Uh, they don't know who they're supposed to be, who they're supposed to follow, what they should like, what they should not like, what religion they should follow, what faith they should follow. Is Jesus a man? Is Jesus a woman? Is God a woman? Is God a man? And God a dog? Or God a tree? Man, it's a bowl of confusion today in this world. And it's caused by the enemy. Satan is called by the enemy. A bowl of confusion. Remember Dana Harvey of Saturday Night Live so I would say, Satan, a certain <laughs> phrase he used called Satan. This confusion just didn't come out of nowhere. Yes, the puppet master is no doubt Satan. He's the puppet master of all his confusion. I'm just here rambling and everything. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show. Welcome everyone to the show. No topic. Just I'm just rambling, man. I'm just talking because it's it's so much going on. Now the other day I was doing a, a little short 15 minute increment uh, podcast on the illegal immigration that's going on around the United States, and specifically, I was focused on my hometown, Chicago. Which, as I speak now, is they're still planning or already have a plan to bring in at least 25 buses of illegal immigrants today. Incredible. Now, before I get started, I want to tell you a, a touching story today while I was on the bus. A touching story. They really touched me. Now, whether this person was an illegal, immigration, uh, illegal immigrant or not, I don't know. Because, but I can tell you one thing, I'm starting to see a lot of whatever they identify themselves with as Latino or Hispanic or whatever like that. Just say Latino, Latin, Latino, uh, Spanish, uh, you know, uh, person. And that's from a, a Venezuela, Mexico or whatever, something like that, or one of the Spanish uh, countries that's coming here in Chicago. So, sister, uh, the majority of them 
from what I heard from the media as well and other people that are being identified as Valenzuelans from the country of Valenzuela. The country is so torn apart, man. I mean, oh, wow. Sad story, man. And, you know, and Valenzuela, Valenzuela, the people from Valenzuela are entering many countries, man. Not only the U.S. of A., and, but different countries since, you know, from the borders have been open. But they just, many borders are open besides the USA, it seems like. But, you know, it's, they're just going to different countries. These are illegal immigrants, the good and the bad. That's the sad thing about it. All of it is wrong, illegal. I like to put emphasis on that. But you're going to have that, 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 that bad coming along with the good. Good ass. What I mean by good? You know, I mean, that's not violent and uh, really trying to get out of the persecution and really trying to find something that can help them financially, economically and something like that. You know, uh, out of poverty and the persecution of their countries, uh, it might not be personally, but the government is so wicked and different things, you know, in these different countries. And, they, and a lot of them don't have any money or some of them have saved up their money. And they now they feel that this is the opportunity, especially to get out of their country, uh, especially coming here to what they consider the land, of, the land of milk and honey, the United States of America. So they are going to take that chance and do that. Now, what I'm not saying is I agree on what they are doing. I'm against that on how they are doing it. But I understand their motives. That don't mean I agree with it. I, I just understand their motives, why they do what they do. Now, the other ones, it's a different story. They come from the wrong motives. They just been persecuted for the right reasons or they come in here or they're paid to come here to cause havoc in the U.S. of or whatever, or they're just gangsters or just mean people, you know, that's coming here as well. That's what I mean, the good and the bad, uh, you know. All right. There was this situation on the bus. I was right. I ride the bus because of my bad eyes. I don't like driving a lot, especially in a city like Chicago. You know, we got people think they can drive, but they can't drive. They think driving fast is meaning, and it means you know how to drive, but it's just the total opposite. But anyway, I was on a bus, riding on a bus on the way to work. And this young lady from another country, like I said, I don't know if she's a, a illegal immigrant or what, but there are so much everywhere. I'm just starting to see a fluctuate, a big plethora of Latinos and stuff like that, that, you know, they just, the way they dress and the way they just move around and what, how they be packing a lot of stuff with strollers and bags. I don't want to stereotype, but they just look like they, since it's going on, that they are illegal immigrants. So I don't want to say this young lady was, but she fit, she fitted the bill or the profile, in other words, of illegal immigrant. So I, I want to be careful saying that. And I believe she was, but I couldn't be wrong. Well, anyway, she got on a bus with the stroller. And this touched me. And she, I didn't see the whole play, but she, she played, paid her fare. I seen when she put the money up in there, but she was trying to talk to the bus driver. And what I said, I don't think the bus driver could understand her. And she didn't have a, uh, she could not understand the bus driver. So it was just like a, a language barrier that, that both of them couldn't get through. That's what I thought out. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like, uh, to me anyway, that they just couldn't get across from each other because of the language differences. You know, both of them had broken languages. 
and stuff like that. They just put away the American guy. He, I don't think he understood too much what he's saying, but I could be wrong. Well, anyway, she slid her money up, and then I think she was waiting for some change. Or she was trying to ask the bus driver, does she get changed? Something like that, I'm not sure. But anyway, she wind up putting the whole $5 in there, and the, the buses, without a pass, the right in Chicago is what? I think 225 So she put a $5 bill in there, and bus drivers is not set up to get them changed. So if you put $5 in there, you just lost $5, period. Unless you have, that's why it's best to get a, a some type of a pass. It goes longer than cash when you're riding a bus. And she put the whole $5 in there, and she did not receive no change. And they, they went back and forth, not so much as aggressively and nothing like that. I think he was pretty laid back. So she wound up giving – it could have been her last $5. I don't want to speculate because I'm not sure about that. But she gave him $5, and she was saying something in Spanish while she sat down uh, with her stroller and a little kid in the stroller. And other – Observers, including myself, was looking at that. A couple of young ladies up front was asking her questions the best way they can in broken Spanish and stuff like that. Just like Spanish can be broken or it could be the uh, non-native type of Spanish or the correct way of saying it to a Spanish person without offending them. It's better than saying broken English. Just say non-native English. You know, from what I heard is a better way to say that. Well, anyway, uh, they was trying to get through two this young lady. And one of them asked her, uh, did she, uh, was it her last? Did she have any more money? And I don't know what she was saying back in Spanish or different things. She couldn't talk too much good Spanish or nothing like that. That's why I believe she was a legal immigrant, you know, trying to get around. She probably used her last $5. Now, I'm, I'm, this might be speculation on my part. I'm just going about what it looked like. It might be totally different. But anyway, what was touching, what came out of this was on the assumptions, on, uh, and I believe on the assumption, uh, uh, many of us are thinking, you know, and that shows you still, there's still a lot of love and patriotism here in America because these are black people and these are Latino people. But right here, this black lady gave uh, this young lady, maybe an illegal immigrant, uh, seven day pass. I think it might have been only about three days left on that, but it was a beautiful thing that she done. She gave her this young lady a uh, a pass. She handed it to a young man, and the young man, I reached my hand out to help out, and I so uh, he handed it to me, and I handed this pass to this young lady, and she was very happy and very touched. Not trying to show a lot of emotion, she was trying to be strong and tough. I believe, strong anyway, not to, to shed tears, but, you know, you can see it in the eyes. The eyes always give you away, either when you're angry or when you're sad. Your eyes give you away most of the time. So she was wiping her face or trying to fight back her tears. While she was doing that, I'm fighting, man, I'm fighting back my tears, man. I'm, I'm just touched and sad by her situation and also touched by the generosity of the people on that bus. I just love to see that. And I'm, I am I get emotional very fast when I see injustice or justice done. It touches me, you know. And I was getting somewhat teary-eyed, and I'm sitting up here trying to fight my tears back, you know. I don't think she noticed or whatever like that or others, but it was a touching moment that see uh, people that don't even know each other, all this stuff, going on with the illegal immigration and it is a very serious situation 
in the United States, you know, here in Chicago. People still have the heart to help someone you don't know, even though you might not agree how they got over here and it's affecting the economy here big time. You still have people that has compassion, has has compassion, can let go the differences, whether it's an ethnic racial thing or just what's going on with the illegal immigration and they flooding here in Chicago area. They still reached out. And I would have done the same thing if I had some cash to help this person. And after she got on the bus, you know, and the lady that helped her tapped her on the shoulder, which I was hoping she did. And I just seen both of her embrace each other and some and love. And she was very thankful. I think she helped her out, you know. But what I seen was very beautiful. And it just shows the love and compassion. No matter what goes on, you have that remnant of people, no matter what their background is, that shows love and compassion. That that made me teary, and I love to see that. Now, why am I telling this story? Because I'm against illegal immigration, no doubt. I'm against illegal immigration. What I'm more against is uh, the uh, I guess I say it like this. I'm against the ones that allows it for a wrong reason, for a selfish reason. More than just them coming over themselves, I'm more against the government and the systems and the so-called sanctuary cities allowing it. You know, not for the benefit of the immigrants, illegal immigrants, but the benefit of their themselves or their party. That irks me. That's why I am even more against it. Because when you do that, there's no doubt you're sending a wrong signal to people that's want, that want to come to the United States. Some of them probably sold their homes, if they had homes or vehicles or whatever, and saved up. And they probably paid coyotes or people to help them get so far and close to the border of Texas or Florida or whatever like that. And they, I'm sure they was lied to and told them it was... People, they will have houses and stuff lined up for them and everything. And a lot of them, sincerely, when they get here, they find it find out it's total difference. It's a total difference than what they was told. They winding up in the streets under tents. Yeah, they got tents, but they are in the streets. And Chicago is starting to look like San Francisco. Okay, I'm going to continue this in the next session. Okay, I'm going to get more into what happened today and what I seen today from there. Until then, this is real talk. I'm going to get more into this, okay? Bye-bye. God bless. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.